This is Lauren Fitzgerald, and you're listening to the Atomic Podcast, where he blows up the news on a verbal scale. What's going down? It's the Atomic Podcast, produced by the E. The HNIC repping New York City Live and direct cause he always come correct When he does an interview it makes the streets all in him He stimulates the brain in your mobile device And what he smash like the Hulk when he claps you with advice It's all about the news when he drops in beast mode So pay close attention, shit's about to explode Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast, coming to you live from the Upper West Side, New York City. Wait for it, wait for it, where we blow up the news on a verbal scale. I am Ifra Guzman, and my guest today, she is a DJ, she's a celebrity trainer, and she has her own YouTube channel called Pimping Iron. Ladies and gentlemen, the fit DJ, Miss Lauren Pappas. Lauren, how are you? What up, Ephraim? Thank you so much for having me, and thank you for that nice introduction. Not a problem. I hope I do you justice. <laughs> I'm sure you will. Uh, how's everything going in your neck of the woods in sunny Cali? Everything is awesome, man. You know, it's uh, it's just a Sunday here in beautiful California. The sun is shining. It's still summertime. It's been super hot here and actually a little bit humid, which I'm loving because it reminds me of uh, home on the East Coast. Oh, it's it's always sunny in California, basically, right? It's it's endless summer here. It's it's great, but uh, I I sure do miss the seasons. I have to tell you, as yeah. cliche as that sounds, it's true. When I moved here, I was like, oh, now I actually miss the fall and winter. Oh, uh, do you miss wearing UGG boots and bubble jackets? Yeah, you know, I kind of miss um having having to use a different wardrobe every couple months. Like I'm always <laughs> wearing shorts and a tank top, which. Uh, hey, I'm not complaining, but uh, but it's kind of fun just to sit up. So, uh, luckily, I've been traveling more with um, with DJing and fitness. So, um, I get to utilize my wardrobe a little bit more now. Uh, so, take me back a little bit. Um, did, did you grew up in uh, Philly, right, Philadelphia? Yes, I am from the suburbs of Philadelphia, about an hour north of Philly, um, called Bucks County. Okay. And. Um, I, you know, had a really nice childhood. I had one of um, one of three kids, and um, then I went on to graduate from Temple University, which is in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And then um, upon graduation, I moved to New York City for a little bit before I moved to LA. Okay. Um. You are are you the middle child? Uh... I'm the baby in the family. Oh, the baby. Oh, the baby. Oh, so suppose yeah. you get everything you want. Suppose you know how the, the the baby they usually say gets everything they want. Is it true? It, yeah, it is true. You know, I had <laughs> my, my parents were a little bit more established when I was uh, a baby because I am uh, quite a bit younger than my siblings. Um, and then also being the baby is really cool because um, your siblings mentor you and um, you kind of learn from their mistakes and. You, you definitely get things a little bit easier. Um, I think your, your parents are, are more laid back at that point because they already went through the ring of it too. So yeah. I think it got away, away with a little bit more. Oh, all right, so take me back. So you graduated, right? And then what happened next from once after graduation? Because you know, a lot of people, when they graduate, they're like in limbo of not knowing what to do. Like, um, what, what happened after graduation? Yeah, I graduated from college with a degree in um, journalism with emphasis on broadcast. And um, actually, just graduating from college was one of the greatest accomplishments of my entire life and something that I'm very proud of because I grew up um, 
with severe learning disabilities, and um, school was always a struggle for me. It was never easy, and um, I, you know, I didn't even know if I would, um, <laughs> I didn't even know if I'd get through the first semester of college, let alone graduate from college, um, but I, I, I did, and I, I'm very proud of that. Um, so, yeah, graduating after graduation, um, actually throughout college, um, I started to pursue uh, my passion, which was, you know, acting and, and doing stuff on camera and uh, music, DJing, fitness. Uh, I kind of wanted to test out all these things to, to see if I liked them and if I could succeed in them. And um, once I graduated, uh, you know, I moved to New York City. I started to go on auditions. I got some... Um, you know, minor roles on TV or uh, film projects, and then I also went full force into fitness. And one of the one of the first things that I did when I moved to New York City is I appeared on Good Morning America, and I did a fitness segment, and um, that was really cool, and it gave me a lot of confidence uh, to continue to pursue fitness, uh, the fitness industry, um, and then also as you know, DJing was was always like something that I wanted to do, so um, I decided to um, move to L.A. because I had um, some success in New York. It definitely gave me confidence because I was like, well, if I was able to do okay in New York, then, you know, I might as well move to L.A. and give that a shot because that's the mecca of fitness and the mecca of the entertainment industry, uh, and I want to do this while I'm young. So I did, and the first thing that popped when I moved to L.A. was my DJing. I immediately started to get gigs, and of course, needing money to get by, and um, it was like the first thing that I could make money doing, and I was really excited. So uh, I teamed up with some really great DJs out here in L.A., and um, they mentored me, and I would just go to the clubs in Washington and, um, you know, go to their houses when they had time. They'd teach me some things. Uh, I learned on turntables. And then um, my fitness career started to pop, and then I combined the two very naturally. I started to work for Quest Nutrition. I started to DJ their events, and then I started to get hired at fitness events all around the country to spin and, uh, you know, inspire the crowd or inspire people through my music. And um, that was just the very thing that always inspired me. My whole life was uh, music and fitness, but the... The breaking point for me um, with my learning disabilities, um, the thing that helped me to overcome them or, or give me hope, shed some light on them, was when I found fitness when I was 15 years old. Mm-hmm. I was very unathletic growing up, and um, I was told that I had pretty poor coordination and I should stay on the sidelines and for certain activities in gym class and, uh, you know, think twice about participating in organized sports, and so I listened to that. I was a kid, and I listened to what they said, and then when I was 15 years old, something in me snapped and said, you know what, I'm not going to listen to anybody anymore. I'm going to face my fears head on, and uh, um, I decided to join the cross-country team and excelled in uh, that, and then started to bodybuild, lift weights, uh, you know, train at the gym. My dad taught me how to do that. He taught me how to do breakfast transformed my life around. Um, so I wanted to share that with people. I wanted to share fitness and music. And uh, so DJing fitness events has been a huge blessing in my life. 
Um, um, I want to go back a little bit. You say when you was 15 years old, like, um, you said you was like kind of clumsy, like, like when you was doing things. What do you mean, like you was you wasn't coordinated? That's what you were trying to say. That. Well, I was uh, diagnosed with dyslexia and okay. ADHD when I was about nine years old. Okay. Um, so it wasn't that I was clumsy. I mean, I am clumsy. <laughs> My dad's clumsy. Um, but, you know, and that's, that's just a you know, little character trait of mine. Um, but no, it was more so just this poor coordination um, that I had with when it comes to, you know, activities, uh, sports, sports activities, and, um, you know, with my reading comprehension and... Um, uh, just I just learned differently. I just saw things differently as a child, and it was very, could be very frustrating because I was always behind, um, you know, all my peers, significantly behind, um, and I never did good on tests. I never um, tested well. I, I saw a lot of Fs on my paper as a child, and no. um, I used to get my report cards back at the end of the semester, and I'd read them, and I'd just start crying because the comments were so negative and really mean, and it really um, took a toll on my self-confidence, and um, it was really frustrating as a child. You don't, you don't know how to help yourself, and mm-hmm. nobody really knew how to help me in the school system, so uh, when they diagnosed me, it was sort of a relief, but I was also angry because they were telling me that I was different, and I didn't want to be different, and, um, you know, the, the the kids make fun of you. Any, any kind of different, you know, kids make fun of you. So I definitely got made fun of a lot, and the teachers weren't very nice to me either. So it was, uh, it was hard, but now I look back at all that as a blessing because my childhood was really great besides that. And if I hadn't had that adversity in my life, I don't think I would have the fire um, that I do today and the motivation that I do today to excel in my career. You know how they say it's baptism under fire that you had. Um, um, was it like like who, who diagnosed you? Like, um, did your parents notice something? Like the way you was learning and doing homework, they was like, "Oh, something's wrong with Lauren," or like, like how did they sort of put two and two together that you know you was learning differently than everybody else? Yeah, I mean, definitely, my parents realized something was wrong. And uh, first, you know, the, the school tests you, and then you know, so I guess. Uh, the school specialist was testing me, yeah. uh, and then uh, they suggested that I go and get seek like private help, like outside help. And then I had like a uh, somebody who has a PhD in I don't know whatever yeah. learning uh, differences um, test me and uh, you know put me through all these different um, things. And then they came to the conclusion that you know I have pretty bad dyslexia, especially when it comes to numbers. Um, and, uh, and, you know, I have pretty bad ADHD, mm-hmm. and, um, they, I remember, I think they wanted me to go on, like, Ritalin or something, and Oh boy. <laughs> my, my dad was, like, avidly against that, my dad, um, he actually has his PhD in nutrition, mm-hmm. he used to own the health, health food store, um, and, uh, you know, he's, he's really into, you know, natural, holistic, Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was not something that he wanted me to do. So we found other alternatives, natural alternatives uh, that I took to help me in doing things like biofeedback. And um, and then once I finally found fitness and I learned how to eat right and I was more mature um, with my eating habits, all those things 
because your dad is a nutritionist and you're into fitness so it kind, of, it kind of goes hand in hand with the way your career is at now so that's crazy absolutely yeah my dad was a huge influence on me wow that's amazing um and getting into fitness and you know the way you you know you look now you look phenomenal um um was yeah. early, no no problem um early on what did you have that same type of physique or was it more you was more lean or yeah um I was always, uh, I was very, uh, I was a late bloomer growing up. <laughs> I was always <laughs> very, very, it was very obvious that I was a late bloomer, um, uh, and I don't know why, you know, I was like, everyone, and everyone else was turning into a swan, I was just starting to develop and go into my awkward stage, so that was always hard to, I was always the absolute shortest kid in my class, um, and that was hard because I got made fun of for that. Um... But yeah, I was always on, on the small side, uh, very thin and very lean. So I, you know, started lifting weights when I was 15 years old and immediately got like um, instant results because I was so lean. So you could kind of see muscle develop immediately. And I remember being like in gym class, we were swimming one day and one of the girls said to me, oh my God, you look like six pack abs. And I was like 16 years old and I was like, what? I was like, me? I was like, that's so weird. But that was never, for me, getting into fitness, it was never about transforming my body because I was never overweight and I was never really aware of body image when I was, you know, a, a teenager. That wasn't something I was, uh, yeah. that was evident in my life. It was more um, the way that it made me feel and that it gave me self-confidence and um, it just, it built me up and, and So being into fitness and everything and being in the mecca of fitness, I would say, um, Los Angeles, um, you basically yeah. was DJing, right? Basically, it was, paying, it was paying your bills, doing DJing and everything besides doing fitness? Yeah, it, that, that was, like, so amazing to me. Like, wow, I can actually make money doing what I love. <laughs> like, it was a massive dream, you know? Yeah. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, and, yeah, I, I've since gotten back into acting, uh, now that I've, you know, gotten into fitness and DJing and, you know, I'm doing well with that, now I've, I've uh, revisited acting, so I'm actually uh, taking some pretty intense acting classes right now mm -hmm. and uh, want to get back into doing stuff on TV and film. Oh. You said you acted earlier on, was it like bit parts and, and films or was it like extra work? Yeah, it was... Uh, I started to do extra work when I lived in um, Philadelphia when I was in college. There was actually a lot of films that were, the major films that were coming to Philly because of the tax incentives uh, that they would get filming in, uh, you know, other cities besides Los Angeles. 
So I was really fortunate to be involved with that, and I had uh, some agents in Philadelphia, and um, I would, you know, I've done some commercials, local commercials, uh, some, you know, big parts of films, and uh, started to work on, like, independent films and student films, anything that I could do to practice the craft and um, get myself comfortable in front of the camera, or I shouldn't use the word comfortable because you never really want to be comfortable in acting. You always kind of want to have um, a little bit of uncomfortability. Yeah. It makes things better. But uh, I, um, yeah, I, I just took, took anything that I could get just to get the practice. And um, I also do some hosting work as well, and that's what my degree is in, is in broadcast journalism. So mm-hmm. um, I've always been pursuing that, too, and, interviewing other DJs or interviewing musicians or interviewing fitness people. And basically, I just love to be in front of the camera and I love to um, entertain people. Um, I, well, I think it has to do with when I was little, I would uh, sit home uh, and watch MTV like all day. I was obsessed <laughs> with MTV and uh, I loved all the hosts and... Um, Kennedy and Kurt Loder and, and all these people, Cindy Crawford on House of Style. And I was yeah. like, I, I want to have that job. Like, I want to host. I want to interview people. And I want to be in the music scene. And I don't know how this is all going to come together. But, you know, I turned out to the universe. So it's been, been cool to be able to oh, you, you would You would have been great in Club MTV, what downtown, downtown Julie Brown was doing. You would have been, been great at that. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, everything was so cool back then. Yeah, I know. Now MTV's totally changed, but yeah, but but that's amazing though. Um, and um, you know, so basically, you always wanted like you knew you was meant for something more, right? You always knew you was meant to be in part of entertainment, but incorporating the fitness and doing the DJ, it's it's amazing because a lot of people probably have like one goal that they want to do. Either they want to be an actor or they want to be a firefighter. There's so many different goals that you have, yeah, you had and you have right now as being, you know, a DJ. And you also um have your own um um YouTube channel um on Pimping Iron. How did all that come about? Um, placed in my class and um, 
I just wanted to share this with people because um, fitness is so important for your mind and, you know, not only your body, but mostly for your mind. If you're ever depressed or not feeling good, go for a walk. And I promise you, in a half an hour, you're going to feel better, you know, if not completely changed around your, you know, your thinking and your mindset. And uh, it's, it's so um, powerful. What, what it can do for you, the adrenaline and, and for your body. And uh, if people just put more time and energy into their fitness, I think it would kind of transform their lives and um, their demeanor. So I just wanted to share that with people. Yeah. Um, how do you get, like, normal, regular people, like, to watch it? Because, you know, I guess, you know, besides fitness people, a lot of regular people watch it, and then, you know, they see you doing um, pyrometric workouts, they see you working your arms and your tone, you know, your tone and doing booty workouts and everything, like, and then, you know, probably women and men watch it, like, oh, my God, I can't do that. You know, I'm just intimidated, or, you know, watching her doing it and everything. Um, how, what is your way to motivate people, like, to watch your channel and wanting to do what you do, you know, like, what? What do you, um, well, like, what is your, your hook to get them in? Yeah, you know, I've actually, uh, there's a company that I'm sponsored by, DynaPro Direct, and they make exercise resistance bands and stability balls, okay. and I do videos for them every month, and, um, these are things that you can do at home, you know, if you buy the ball and you buy the, the resistance band, um, you can just work out in the comfort of your own home or, it's not so intimidating, or maybe you don't have enough money or enough time to go to the gym, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. um, just start somewhere and just do a little bit every single day, and you'll start to see changes in your body. And um, I also have, you know, workout videos where I'm just using my own body weight strictly. So there's something for everybody on the channel, and um, I, I hope that, you know, people can take something from that and not feel intimidated because we all start somewhere. I mean, I remember I used to hate athletics growing up. I hated running. And I never thought I would ever, you know, be doing what I do today. But I am. And it's because I started somewhere. One day I, I took a chance in gym class in the ninth grade and I decided to actually put effort into running it. And I actually did really well at the time. And then it inspired me to go to an extreme and join the cross-country team where you're running, like, you know, tons of miles a week. But since I proved that to myself, I was like, you know what, if I can do this, which I never thought I could, um, then I can do anything. So I hope that um, people have the same experience that I do um, or it changes some aspect of their life and, or just makes them feel better simply. Yeah. Um, I would say um, how has, well, I guess you pretty much said it, but, like, um, fitness has changed your life, you know, dramatically, and you know, changed your life for the better. Um, and I know you, um, you conquered um dyslexia. Um, are you still dealing with that every single day? Is that something that's never going to go away, or is something that you have to like always prepare your brain for? Um, yeah, it's something that you always have. But yeah. uh, I've learned to overcompensate, or or learn different ways of you know retraining my brain. And, uh, you know, I have to put in extra time into reading, you know, if I'm reading a script or, you know, just reading a book, it might take me a little bit longer than somebody else. Yeah. Um, because of, like, the comprehension and, um, you know, sometimes my attention isn't, uh, you know, it's hard for me to focus. Um, but, 
you know, usually it's better after I, after I work out or after, you know, I eat a really uh, nutritious meal. I feel like I can focus better and I'm calmer. Um, you know, part of, like, ADHD is just the fact that, like, you are hyperactive and, like, you, you need to find different techniques to calm you down and definitely through exercise, that's the way that I get out, like, my nervous energy, um... Or, you know, if I have any, any anxiety, it's definitely just gotten a lot better over the years. Um, so I'm, I'm grateful for that. But, you know, to see where I came from to where I am now, it's a huge difference. Um, so, you know, I just take it one day at a time. And, um, you know, what a, with dyslexia and ADHD, you know, that's, that's like it was a big deal for me when I was little, but in the grand things I'm very blessed and very grateful and just uh you know grateful for my health every day so gotcha um in, in um in your opinion what are the thoughts on women participating in like fitness like you know do you see more women doing it now because you know you have like the Jillian Michaels of the world and you have all these um other women doing fitness um um what, what do you think about like the surge in like women in um, in fitness I think it's awesome. Um, you know, when I was little, it was always, like, women in fitness that I looked up to, too, like Denise Austin. Yeah. Um, I, I always looked up to her because she, she always did different kinds of workouts. Um, she'd do, you know, dance workouts, or she'd do uh, aerobics workouts, or she'd do biometric workouts, or uh, Pilates, or whatever. Like, she wasn't just, one one thing, and I thought that was really cool how diverse she was, or like Jane Fonda. Um, so those are definitely like you know women that I looked up to in fitness. Um, but then you know I think it's, I think it's great. Like you see all these women now doing CrossFit or uh, yeah. powerlifting, and they're sometimes stronger than the men, and it's absolutely incredible and so inspiring and. Uh, you know, there's there's just no excuses. Um, you know, anything is possible. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman or, you know, I've seen people, I have friends that have disabilities and they've competed, like, physical disabilities. Um, they've competed in powerlifting or they've competed in bodybuilding competitions and they look incredible and nothing stops them. Those are people that inspire me. Um, they just, nothing gets in their way and that is, so cool. Um, so I, I love uh, the fact that women are totally, uh, you know, full throttle in fitness, and um, I, you know, I love seeing that. So. Yeah. Um. What What is your favorite food? And definitely, what is your favorite music, clothes? You know, tell me. Uh, my favorite food. Growing up, my my dad was a 
in band in a band before I was born, oh, and wow. um, I used to listen to him every morning. He's playing the guitar. He's playing the electric guitar. He's playing the acoustic guitar. And he's just jamming out, and he loves it so much. Uh, it definitely had a lot of influence on me and why I got into DJ. Uh, but yeah, I love classic rock. I I grew up listening to the Beatles and being in the car with my parents and us all having sing-alongs. And um, I, uh, for, for the longest time, thought that there was eight days in the week because of the Beatles song, eight days a week. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I totally love classic rock, but I definitely have an appreciation for, uh, you know, EDM. And I just started to learn how to produce myself and just produce my first song. And it's um, an EDM uh you know, kind of dance song. So, uh, I love it all. Uh, and what about clothes? What type of clothes do you wear? Man, I am a, <laughs> I'm a sucker for Nike. I'm in Nike, like, <laughs> all the time. I'm always going to the mall and, you know, seeing what the latest uh, colors and designs are in the outfits. Um, I do wear workout clothes most of the time. Um, but I do love when I can go out and get dressed up for an occasion and just, you know, put on a simple dress. And I, I do like, uh, you know, sportier designs because I'm athletic and that's what I'm comfortable wearing. I don't like silly, silly things with ruffles. Uh, you know, everything that I wear, even when they're dressing for it's a little bit more on the sporty, simple side. Yeah. Um, have you ever, what was like, have you ever been hurt working out or, or um, doing fitness? Have you ever had like an injury? Yes. Um, I had a couple injuries when I was younger. Okay. And um, I think it was because I just, like, the first injury that I ever had, it was actually when I was running cross country and I uh, had a stress fracture on my pelvis. Oh, wow. And uh, I think that was because, like, my body just wasn't used to that kind of physical activity. And I went from never working out to running every single day. And um, I think it was just a lot of strain and, and stress on my body. But um, now as I've gotten older and I'm more well-balanced with um, my exercise routine and cross-training and, uh, and the way that I eat, I'm knock on wood, you know, I don't really have really ever any injuries and it's it's awesome but I really do think it has to do with uh, you know training differently and uh, being more well balanced and uh, you know eating a, a really good clean diet. Uh, you you are a fitness model, right? Well, I wouldn't say fitness model, but you would say fitness role model. Um, do you um, do you feel like more girls need like an um like an activity besides you know as you know being being in like a, like you know like an inspiration to women, being an inspiration to young girls? Do you figure like girls need need some kind of motivation, need some kind of um guidance? Like working out is sort of like a guidance as well. Yeah, totally. I think it's very empowering, and I think, uh, like, women like Ronda Rousey are totally yeah. changing the game, you know, going into sports that are, you know, a male-dominated sport, and she's just kicking, kicking ass. Kicking ass, exactly. Yeah. And you see little girls looking up to her, and I think that's so cool because um, we're teaching little girls that anything in this world is possible, and that uh, there's no rules and no limits. To, to where you can go and what you can do in life. And that's something that I learned through fitness. So um, however 
However, you know, girls can learn that. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, it's so funny that you say Ronda Rousey because even like the UFC past couple of pay-per-views, like she's been like the one, the one that everybody, like she's like mainstream, you know, like, you know, you can talk about all these fighters, the, the male fighters, but everybody knows Ronda Rousey, everybody, all walks of life, like, you know, like when you say Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, people know him, when you say Ronda Rousey, even people who are not UFC fans, they know her because she's, I think she's probably one of the most dominant athletes in UFC, but um, do you agree with me, or? Yeah, absolutely. She has global appeal, and um, and she's beautiful, too, which is, you know, amazing, and she's, she's not good at what she does. She's excellent at what she does. So it's uh, so inspiring and so cool, and um, Matt talked to Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Um, also, you um, um, DJing is it, is it kind of hard DJ because DJing you know I'm, I'm sure you do it mostly at nights. Um, does it like conflict with doing fit like you know working out in the morning while you're DJing at night? Like does it mess mess up your flow? Yes, it definitely is hard. Um, sometimes you know uh, my happy in life? just holidays or like do you try to go up there every couple of months
you know, only being like three or four times a year that I see them. And, and that's just it's not enough, but uh, they have, you know, they support me and um, bless me in everything that I do, and that's really nice to know that, uh, you know, they're supportive of me being out here and pursuing my dreams. But, you know, keep doing what you're doing. We're proud of you. And um, that, as a, a daughter, is like the best thing here. You also, you know, you're you've been you're living in LA now. You you lived in Philly. You lived in also NYC. Um, which city do you like better, or which do you prefer? Uh, I love New York. I really love um, being in a major city with tons of energy. Like LA is incredible weather-wise, opportunity-wise, awesome. Um, but it's um it's more spread out. You know, there's traffic. There's something about being in New York City, it's very close-knit, like the neighborhood. Um, each neighborhood is so unique and fruitful and different. Um, and I also love being able to get places by foot or by subway. It's sort of like an adventure every time. You walk out the door in the morning and you never know what the weather's going to be doing. And you never know who you're going to meet. Um, and it's just... Uh, so much energy in New York City, and I, I really love and appreciate that. So I would, uh, I would love, I'll uh, put this up to the universe, to, uh, you know, have a, a major job or something that brings me to New York City again, um, because I just really love that. I also love living there because I was only two hours from my family, so I could just uh, hop on the train anytime I wanted and I'll go home with this about that. Yeah, it's so funny because a lot of people, like, you know, have misconceptions about New York. And, you know, New York is so much easier because you honestly do not need a car to get around the city. You know, you pretty much need a subway. And unless you're going to travel out, you know, for vacation or something like that, you can rent a car. But, you know, New York is so much accessible for, like, different places. You know, like, like you said, you can leave your house and then you got restaurants galore. And, you know, you have so many places you can go to as opposed to driving an hour on a Santa Monica freeway or something like that and, you know, driving to different places to, to go places, you know, and I guess Philly too, Philly's sort of similar. I haven't been to Philly, but is it kind of similar to New York with that gritty feel? It, it is. It's like a mini New York. Um, Philly is such a cool city and uh, it's, it's very small and fortunate like that. Uh, when, I, when I lived there, it almost felt like being in high school because you just end up knowing everybody and, um, uh, I totally will always have a soft spot in my heart for Philly, um, you know, being being from there originally. But uh, also, I just think it's an incredible city and it's super, uh, you know, on the cutting edge. Um, there's so many new restaurants and major stores going into uh, Center City, Philadelphia. And um, I just think it's like the most awesome little city. And if you're thinking about moving to New York City, um, but you're, you know, apprehensive or a little bit nervous, I'd say move to Philly first. Um, <laughs> because it's like transition and it's very similar. A little bit smaller and more manageable than New York. Uh, um, also, um, I think the last time you was in New York City was the um, um, prescription thugs, right? That was the last time you was in the city? Yes. Uh, we were there a couple months ago for Tribeca Film Festival. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, you know, had his film at Tribeca Film Festival, and we were very uh, excited, and it was um, 
it was incredible. It was very well received and um, so awesome to be back in New York City. We just had a blast, you know, going around and being there. And um, I was, uh, you know, back in my old routine in New York, you know, running outside and working out at, you know, the, the different Equinox gyms there. I, I'm a member of Equinox, and there's like 22 different, or probably more than that, probably like 25 different Equinoxes in New York City, so... Uh, and then you know you mentioned Chris Bell. Um, how did you two mean, and how did you guys hook up? And like, how, was it love at first sight? Like, you know, I, I I've never heard about it, but tell me about it. Like, how did you guys meet up? Yeah, um, I met Chris probably my second day. I think it was actually my second day at both gym and It's kind of awesome because, you know, when you meet somebody, either one person is going left and one person is going right and their careers are totally not in the same, you know, the same atmosphere. You guys are like sort of similar in that aspect where you guys are both into fitness and nutrition and, you know, you're both are in the same field. So it's like, you know, it's it's kind of cool that, you know, both of you are in the same same atmosphere and then you know besides loving each other you both love have a passion for fitness and nutrition so that's amazing yeah it's really crazy like I've never had a relationship where it's like that and like usually it is like what you said like unbalanced and you're yeah. both going in different directions or you know one person's busier than the other but um this is a very well balanced relationship and uh and yeah it's important when you're in the fitness field to have somebody who understands that lifestyle because um, if you're with somebody who doesn't then they're like they're like obsessed and you're like you're crazy and all you yeah. do is work out you know I don't need to do that this, is, this has been one of the greatest blessings of my life so he totally understands that he's on the same page as me so yeah that's amazing um, I was going to ask you also um, you saw the resurrection of Jake the Snake Roberts um, what did you thought about the film yeah actually um it just premiered in L.A. again for the second time um, at the Arclight Theater in Culver City. Um, and it was uh, 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 the first time I saw it was at uh, Slamdance in Park City. We saw a couple months ago. Uh -huh. The first time I saw it, I was hysterically uh, crying. It's such an emotional film. And it's such a beautiful film and such a wonderful story about friendship and, uh, you know, recovery and... Um, you know, it's starring uh, Diamond Dallas Page, Jake the Snake Roberts, and Razor, Razor Ramon. Yeah. Uh, 
And, uh, yeah, so we just called again uh, the other night, and it was just incredible. It just reminded me to, uh, you know, be, be kind and um, be aware. Uh, there's a lot of people out there that are going through uh, struggles in their life, and we can never be of assistance. Um, you know, that's, that's sort of our duty as, as human beings to step in and, and help people when they're in a time of need and just reach out our hand. And uh, You never know uh, when you smile at somebody how that can change somebody's day or open up a door uh, for you to help somebody. So I absolutely love this film, and I can't wait for the world to see it. Yeah. Um, Lauren, um, what would you do if you couldn't be in fitness? Like, if something happened where you couldn't be, you know, you couldn't work out, what would you do? Um, wow, that, that was just really tough. Um, I think I would still want to somehow be involved with the fitness industry. Okay. Uh, maybe just educating people, uh, not physically, but, you know, verbally, writing about it. Um, and then, you know, maybe just putting more focus into my music and producing music that inspires people to move. Um, I also have a podcast where I create workout mixes for people to download for free. It's called 50 Jade Flex Factory. Okay. Uh, so I would probably put more time and energy into, uh, you know, the musical aspect of my career. Oh, have you ever have you ever mixed a sample of the Rocky theme? You know, gonna fly now with like any of your songs. Um, I I have a mix that has uh, actually I created a mix. It's called uh, I forget what it's called, but it's a it's a I think it's called like a WWE workout mix or something like that. And yeah. it was inspired when I was uh <laughs> in, in in Sundance for Slam Dance. Uh, Film festival uh, with Jake Big and um, you know DDP and Gregor alone and um, I I created a mix um, and I sh shared it on my podcast with uh, with all my followers and uh, so yeah I, I love uh, doing themed mixes and I love Rocky Rocky is one of my favorite movies in the entire world and I definitely uh, mix a lot of Eye of the Tiger and. Uh, you know, songs from that film to my uh, set when I need it. Yeah. You say you're a big um, Nike wearer, right? You love Nike sneakers. Yeah. Are you gonna get the I Back to the Are you gonna get the Back to the Future Nikes if they ever do do the um, tieable laces by itself? Would you ever get those? Hell yeah! I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, I love Nikes. I mean, they're they're my favorite shoes, and um, you know, I think the quality is awesome and. Uh, I love their designs, and I love the colors that they use, and, uh, you know, when you find something that works for me, you stick with it, so, um, they're always my go-to, and, uh, I'm, I'm always looking for the coolest, latest, uh, you know, outfit or Nike shoes, for sure. Yeah. Um, Lauren, is there any kids in the future, do you see, like, let's say five years from now, do you see any kids in your future? Life lessons that I've learned and have a legacy, and um, you know, I do. I love kids so much. I, I just think that uh, 
you know, they're so incredible. And I had such a wonderful childhood, and I would love to, uh, you know, be able to experience that on the other side. Right now, I kind of feel like the baby, maybe it's because I'm the baby in my family. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'd also love to, uh, you know, see my parents with grandkids, and that's all they talk about, like, when, when are you guys, when are you kids going to have some grandkids for us? They, they can't wait. And uh, none of my siblings have not uh, had kids yet, so my parents are patiently waiting, actually. <laughs> Um, you also say you're you're dabbling now into acting. Is there anything you wouldn't do in acting? Like, are you game for any type of role? Like, does it require if it, if it requires nudity or, or like a like a rape victim or like is there there's any role you would do? You would do any role? Um, yeah, the kinds of roles that I'm looking at are more like action roles where I can combine my fantasy world with my training physically into the character. Yeah. Um, so I sort of love those couples. Like, I love Michelle Rodriguez, and I think, uh, you know, the kinds of roles that she's casted in are totally awesome, and, and that's, like, my dream role. Or Angelina Jolie. Um, she's done a lot of cool action films. Uh, so that's, that's the kind of stuff that I'm looking at. But I think as an actor, you know, you are, you're playing a part, playing a role, you're, um, you know, becoming a different character and whatever that uh you know calls for you you have to be flexible with so um you know i'm just i'm open and uh but more so definitely for action kind of um um, a couple of more questions lauren um um, on the pimping iron thing, you've been doing it on YouTube for a while. Is there anything new you got coming up? Or is there anything, like any sneak previews you could tell me that you got in line stored? Um, yeah, I'm going to be teaming up with, um, you know, other, you know, well-known YouTubers. Um, I'm going to be doing a lot of pimping iron videos. Um, I looked up to in the industry. Uh, that have been big influences on my life, and then I'm gonna uh, do more uh, Q and A's. Uh, you know, a lot of people are asking me questions about you know how I eat, uh, you know, my daily routine, um, what kind of music I like, things like that. So uh, I'm gonna dedicate a little bit more time to just uh, you know sitting in front of the camera and talking to people one on one and and just being real with them and breaking it down. Oh, all right, and Lauren, my my finishing move question, my finisher, my coup de gras question: What would the Lauren of today tell the Lauren of yesterday? Oh, wait, what's that? I said, what would the Lauren of today tell the Lauren of yesterday? <laughs> um, you know, just to maybe to relax and uh, you know take it one day at a time. Um. Sometimes you let your uh, emotions or anxiety get the best of you, and um, it's really important in life to just be present and be in the moment. You know, of course, you want to be responsible and think about the future, but um, you know, just to breathe sometimes and have faith that everything is gonna work out and um, that you're in the right place at the right time. You know, this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. And uh, just appreciate every every day and every moment. 
Okay. Um, um, one, one more question before I leave. Um, is there any like simple workouts for regular folks who don't work out that you could recommend? Like, like you when someone works like a regular, let's say nine to five, and they don't really have time to work out. Is there like something like a quick workout thing that you could like recommend for people? more and, and take advantage of, you know, take advantage of your lunch break. If you have a nine-to-five job, uh, on your lunch break, go out and go for a walk. The more you move, the more steps you take a day, the, you know, the better it is. And, um, and also, if you don't have time to work out, be very aware of your diet and what you're eating. And um, I help people, you know, I keep it very simple with my nutrition. I eat foods that are from the earth. So I, don't, I stay away from eat processed or packaged uh, foods. I eat fruits. I eat vegetables. I eat, you know, I eat eggs. Um, but I just keep it really natural and, and it's really clean. And that's what makes me feel good. When I eat stuff uh, that's not in those parameters that are processed, I don't feel good. I have a bellyache. I get bloated. Um, so I just try to always eat very simple like that and if people can do that and they're not they don't have time to exercise at least you know focus on the diet and uh it's all about your health and respecting your body oh thank you so much lauren um plug your sites plug your social media plug whatever you want to plug um yeah i am at lauren dj on instagram on twitter um lauren dj on my facebook page my YouTube channel is called uh, Pimp and Iron, youtube.com slash Pimp and Iron. You can download my workout mixes on iTunes okay. at DJ's Black Factory. And thank you so much, Ethan, for having me. It was such a pleasure and it was so much fun chatting with you. Yes, I had a ball too chatting with you and I look forward to watching some more of your Pimping Iron on YouTube. And I hope everybody out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices. Have a good one.
Let's go, let's go, let's get naked on the flat too, but I'm fucking wasted. Let's go, let's go, let's get fucked.